What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Apologies podcast. Um, I am Morgan. I'm Angie. And I'm Brooka. I'm Mara. And we welcome you back. Today we are talking about embarrassing stories. <laughs> Episode 7. Part of this, um, we got to hear from you guys. Uh, a couple of you guys sent in your embarrassing stories. Whoop, whoop. So that should be really fun. And we're going to tell some of our own. Yeah, so we should first talk about, like, what is embarrassing to us, what embarrasses us. If like, we what... get embarrassed, what specific things make us embarrassed. Because yeah. I think, like, embarrassment is such an individual feeling. And what causes us to be embarrassed is very individual as well. So, yeah. We're talking about embarrassing situations and scenarios today. Yeah. Okay. So, I think and this is Brooke. And I think we should define what embarrassment is to us. Starting Ooh. with Angie. Oh. <laughs> what embarrassment is to me? Yeah. I think for me embarrassment is when you are in a situation where you are not capable of keeping your mask on. Mm. Ooh. Good answer, good answer. That's Ooh. what I would say is Pop embarrassment. culture answer. You've been exposed. You've been exposed. You, you literally... <laughs> I am being perceived. You, you, oh. you literally are, you for whatever reason, and mine, my mask definitely came off uh, in my embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> story. Um, you are being, you are, life has put you in a situation where it is not possible for you to maintain the moment with your mask on. So for me, embarrassment is when you're in a situation and you think the outcome is going to come out a certain way and you have it all set in your mind and it's not because of a mishap that you did said like it's not it's not the mask falls it's that the rest of the world didn't cooperate with the running narrative in your head <laughs> the scripts that you got yeah. going you've scripted out what the next line is supposed to be for the person for the people that you're talking to and it doesn't follow it and so you miss a beat you miss your next line and or, then you're just or like, the whole thing <gasps> just gets mm. dropped because like you pull something out of your pocket you think it's one thing and it's not yeah. right you're like, oops. So, uh, yeah. You're yeah. thinking it's a banana and it's an orange. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Mara? Uh, oh, me? Um, so I think I just kind of said it. It's, it's, I get embarrassed when it's like something happens at that, like I do something or say something and then other people take it totally out of context or they make like a dirty joke about it. Oh, the oh. triple entendre. Oh, yeah! I'm good yeah! at that. Yeah, they're yeah! like, boy, you d- you d- have no idea what you just said. I'm like, and I'm like I said something. I said something. Uh-huh. And then they laugh harder. And then it's like, I don't know what it is, but I'm being laughed at and not laughed with and I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, make it stop. Or yes. it's like, I have a script planned out in my head. And it doesn't go the way that I anticipate it, and I don't have the next line in my brain, and so it's I end up deer in the headlights, and then I end up feeling very flustered and very embarrassed. I think embarrassment for me, listening to here, listening to all of you guys, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is 
not being in on the joke. Like, oh, I hate that. Like, everybody's laughing at me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I I missed something. I said something. I did something that was not, like... Socially acceptable. Yeah, socially acceptable or, like, people thought was funny and then I'm being laughed at. Right. Yeah, I get get really embarrassed. Um, Yeah, or, or, or I get embarrassed if if I make people uncomfortable or offended. Ooh, that's that another one good one. Not that knowing that. Not, not realizing that right, like might have not, just, like, made the whole yeah. one go, Ugh. Right, because, yeah. and this is kind of segueing into the next topic, is, like, I'm not a person who's easily embarrassed. Uh-huh. Like, I grew up doing theater, so, like, I'm very comfortable being in front of people uh-huh. or being really silly, singing and dancing and... Being yourself. Yeah, just, like... I don't think it's, I don't get uncomfortable when I'm the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to f- feel embarrassed a lot. Like, I peed my pants one time in elementary school, which, like, every kid does. And I did it in the bathroom. And then I went and got a change of clothes and I went to class. And everybody in my class obviously knew I peed my pants because I was wearing, like, basketball shorts or something. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't embarrassed. Right. Like, it was kind of like... Yeah, like, this happens to everybody, people you know? People their pants. Yeah, yeah, so, like, stuff... I didn't make it to the toilet on time. Sorry, people. Right, and yeah. you know, you know, funny story. Oh. Okay, but, you know, I was embarrassed. I was in second grade, and I was evolving as a child, and I wanted to start wearing belts to school. Oh, that's right. Oh. And mom said... The fashion I don't queen. think... My, her, my motherly advice... Her motherly advice to me was, Morgan, I don't think you should wear a belt to school <laughs> because you can't unfasten it fast enough to go into the bathroom. So I wore the belt to school... And what happened? I peed my pants. Because <laughs> I couldn't get it off in time. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I when I peed my pants, I felt the shame. I, I don't know if shame's the right word, but I was just so like, oh, mom was right. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you know, crap. Like crap, like I proved her right. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. I was embarrassed in that way. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you get easily embarrassed? I get very flustered by stuff. Okay, so I can get very flustered when I become the center of attention, and then I, when I watch a TV show where there's, like, characters making fools and idiots of themselves, I'll sit there with my hands, like, over my eyes and peeking through my fingers, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, open communication, come on, don't be like that, why, why, why? <laughs> the cringe factor the is cringe high. The cringe factor is so high, and so I get the second hand embarrassment, and then I turn off the TV, and I haven't watched a new show in, like, five years, I swear to God. Oh, <laughs> because wow. the cringe factor and secondhand embarrassment is so bad, and I'm like, guys, come on. Be better than this. Have good communication patterns. Don't miscommunicate. And I'm like, I get that that's a high bar for most media. Anyway, so there's that. Um, and then, like, being the center of attention, being praised and being celebrated. celebrated that's the word we talked about. God, I hate it. hate it so much. It's... And I'm working on this, but it's yeah. like... I was leaving... A job at the school um, for the job that I currently work at now. Um, and at the school, it was the end of the year, like employee barbecue type thing. There were there were like four or five of us teacher aides who were moving on. Like someone was retiring, another person was also retiring, someone else was going to university to continue their stuff, and I was moving on to a different state department. They brought us up to the front of all the teachers, all the support staff in the school, 
And, like, the principal made an announcement, and everybody clapped, and they had flowers and a card that everyone had signed, and I was just like, sweet lord, baby Jesus, just let me disappear back to the back of the crowd. Please, 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 please. Mm -hmm. Hated it, hated it. My face was so red. I, I, I am very pale. And it's just, like, I flush very, very easily. Yeah. High emotion, face is red. The other time that I get embarrassed is, like Morgan said, when people are, you know, making a joke that double entendre, I had a white frozen drink from a coffee chain um and i dropped it on the ground at in high school and it splattered on the ground and it looked like an unfortunate ejaculation all over the floor in my (laughs) pants and they were like oh ha 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 and everybody knew like i had no interest in guys no interest in anybody romantically or sexually at all in high school I don't think that they understood that because, again, this was 2011, 2012. So, yeah. And so they're laughing. And I'm like, well, what's the joke? I don't get it. Because so naive in my own brain, I didn't get that high schoolers automatically went to the innuendo. Right. Or the not innuendo as it happened to be. And I was like, oh, really? What? Don't get it. Right. And then they're laughing and I wasn't in on the joke. And then, ugh. So, a little bit of embarrassment there. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, Everybody who has, like, is really into innuendo and stuff used to love talking to me. (laughs) Because you just didn't get it. I said all these innuendos, and I never even ever got them. Mm. Um, I'm on the spectrum, and so I... Neurospicy for the win. I'm neurospicy. So, like, I would say this stuff, and they'd be, like, staring at each other, like, mouth open, and, like, silently their shoulders moving, because they couldn't even breathe. Because they're laughing that damn hard. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be like, what? What? I don't mm-hmm. understand. Tom, why are you laughing? What did I say? Mm-hmm. Wait, and then make them laugh harder. Right. And, right. and then they're on the ground, because they can't fucking breathe, and you're like, what did I say? Yep. And I still don't know. You know? So, um, now I'm kind of catching on. I'm like, oh, and I'm, you know, I'm almost 50. It's taken a while. Um, just to connect those two sides of my brain. Um, but yeah, I think embarrassment for me runs along the storylines of you're supposed to be doing something in the class play. And instead of, you know, running across the stage, like you're supposed to, you trip across the stage and, mm-hmm. and the audience goes, oh, okay. No. And then nobody is listening to the words that came out of your mouth or the song you might be singing. Right. Instead, they're just happy you didn't break your face. Right. You know, you know just whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you have a moment like that? Yeah. Well, like I said, I grew up in theater. So yeah, she did. Um, Theater is not for the weak. It no. is not for the weak. <laughs> um, I, not me, but other kids, like, took really bad falls. There was oh, one yeah. kid who, like, fell in the orchestra pit. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had to take her to the hospital. Yeah, it was Oh, my crazy. gosh. And did they, were they okay? Were they? Uh, yeah. She was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and leave. They're laughing no, she about was it. Okay. No, she was fine. She was and okay. She missed, like maybe a couple shows but then she she returned and finished mm-hmm. the run and stuff she's returning yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. yeah when i was like eight years old i was on a show and there was the theater group i was in had like double risers yep and you know so you could be like 10 15 the feet. big numbers yeah you could be like 10 15 feet in the air yeah, so I was doing a, uh, we were, we were doing, like, a big number where everybody was on stage uh-huh. during a show, 
and I'm like doing it. I'm like doing the dance and whatever, and I'm not paying attention. And I'm on like the edge of one mm-hmm. riser. Mm-mm. So meanwhile, I, mom's going. Yeah, yeah. My, my parents are watching <laughs> in the audience. audience. Yeah, and I fall <gasps> from one riser to the second riser, like right <laughs> in the middle of the But Rob and I are listening. It's this dun 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 dun. dun. It's like okay. So Rob and I are like, oh Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. Whoa, she's gone. I disappeared. I fell behind people. She fell behind people. A line of people. I could see her face, and she was bouncing, 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 and all of a sudden, her whole face was gone. I was just gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, Rob, I think Morgan fell. And then all of a sudden, she just popped back up and started singing again. Yeah, I fell, and and I looked, I looked off stage, and there was like a couple people off stage who were like, they were like teenagers, they were yeah, older, yeah, and they were like, is she okay? Yeah, right, they were like, right. is she okay? And and I just like looked around, and I like stood back up, and I like finished the song, All right? And then like I went off stage, and they were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I think I'm okay, like. <laughs> It's embarrassing having people make a fuss about you, though. Yeah, but, yeah. like, even then, I I, w- I think I was embarrassed that that happened, but I got over it real quick. You did. Yeah. Like, even thinking back, like, I'm not really embarrassed that that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun. It was, it was funny. I don't think I ever took a fall you on stage again. You you were. Well, yeah, I passed out backstage. When, you, when they were putting makeup there on. There was for, one girl who. And, out. In that same show, yeah. Snoopy. Yeah. There's like a there the beginning of the second act they bring down this huge oh, it's so cool set piece it's like Brady Bunch and it's it's a Windows. wall it's a wall with a bunch of doors mm-hmm. okay and the doors are at different levels and stuff so fun and so I was I was Woodstock in the show mm-hmm. so I had a, I had a really low door where I would open it and like do a silly thing and then shut it mm-hmm. and then the main characters like Lucy and um, Charlie Brown and, mm-hmm. and Sally and all them had their own doors. And the girl who was playing Lucy was at, like, the top of the of this wall. Mm-hmm. The backside of the wall that the audience doesn't see is we're all standing on, like, blocks. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, Snoopy was on a ladder. A ladder. He he had like the, the tallest very, very one. Top door. Yep. And it was so tall that he needed a ladder to get up to, to, get it. Up to it, to yep. the door. Dang. And so Lucy was on like two blocks. They, they like stacked two blocks on, on Lucy, for Lucy's door. So she was maybe like five to eight feet in the air. Yeah. And so she like opens her door and she like does her, her part of the song and she closes her door. And she takes a step back oh, no. and, and misses the block. Oh, no. Right. And she falls, like, five feet down. Yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm she, a nurse. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I think she just got... I can't remember what, what she did. Yeah, I, I think she just got back up because yeah. then later in the song... The, the they they lift the wall and we all we do like a conga line out you know like right. to the other side of the wall and I I think she finished the song but yeah in theater crazy. like stuff like that happens all the time in theater because oh, yeah. there's like risers and ladders oh, and yeah. 100%. you're thinking about 100%. what you thinking you're thinking about what you're singing and what you're doing set pieces and, and it's like the actors don't have to think about the set but then they do have to think about the yeah. set and the set mm-hmm. pieces are just really the sets really, really heavy yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Theater's so. dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. So I have a story, hmm. and I was I was dating this young man. He was very sweet, 
and we went to different high schools. We had originally met like the year before at my high school, but then he decided my high school was too much. I went to a, um, the, the very first public preparatory college preparatory high school in Arizona. Anyways, um, long story short, I'm visiting his parents. His dad's a pastor and I had prior to the drive to his house, gone to Walgreens with my mom. And my mom loved to take pictures and then she would literally get the film back and spend like 20 minutes picking out more photos, spend an exorbitant amount of photos, and then she would like mail them to all the family. And it's like near Christmas time. So they're handing out those cute little candy canes, you know, the little, little ones. Mm -hmm. And they're like so amazing. You could like suck on them and turn them into like a toothpick. Little sharp things. Little sharp things. Yes. Yes. Little shanks. Little and, shanks. And shanks okay. that would disappear and leave no evidence because you just suck on us. Like, what shank, officer? Sure. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, And so I had, like, a pocket full of those, but I was also, like... <laughs> a pocket full of shanks. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm or sorry. Or would-be shanks. They weren't shanks yet. Um, And I was wearing those great, big, beautiful cargo pants that you got at, Oh, those are the bomb. At, what was it? The Limited? The Limited, yes. man. And Fashion and, Gal. But Wait, it, it also enabled me to not have to bring a purse because I could just throw a tampon in my pocket and no one would ever even see it because it was so it was so they were so baggy and bulky but they were still like form like they still formed to like the shape of your body there was a little bit of structure and so i had i mistakenly put all of my candy canes in the same pocket with the big old tampax right okay okay so I get to my boyfriend's house no. and I'm meeting his mom and dad for the first time. Oh no! Mara's having her secondary, <laughs> her secondary embarrassment. Mara's having it. Oh, I hate it. So I reach into my pocket because she goes, "Hey, do you want a candy cane?" And I go, "Oh look, I have all." And out in between, and I still remember between my middle finger and my ring finger, the back of my hand is showing, and all these candy canes are in, like the other part of my hand is a big old tampon. And I quickly shove it back in my pocket and then go, Yeah, that was a really big candy cane that I also got. That is oh, so Rebecca. funny, Rebecca. That's I, so cute. I relived that oh. moment the rest of the three and a half hours I was there. Oh, I'm sure. You just like over replay and over, on your and head. over yeah. and over and yeah. over and over. So like, and, and the reason I told that particular story, I have one more, is because that story was more indicative of a shame mm. response as mm. opposed to like real embarrassment. Yeah. The difference for me now between my 15, 14-year-old self and my almost 50-year-old self is that I, and not to say that I still don't have shame knocking at my door, because it does, um, is that I know everybody's human. Mm-hmm. See, back then, I didn't know that people were human. It's mm-hmm. a very odd thing to say, mm-hmm. but it's very true. So that's my little story. But the second story I had... <laughs> As you know, they always tell you to be aware of your surroundings, right? I like to go storm chasing. I have a, a group of people that I go storm chasing with. And that day I was I was in the Kia Express with my buddy Wendy. She's like this killer, amazing photographer. And we're chasing the storm and we drive into this like airport hangar place thing. The gates are wide open, right? We're like, all right, you know, it looks open. We checked it online. It said it was open. And, and we set up our cameras and we're taking pictures of the storm over these beautiful octaves and this desert scape. And, and I hear, clang! And oh, immediately, right. like, I'm like, uh, what was that? <laughs> 
And I'm I'm hyper aware of these things and because I don't filter anything out. I'm, I hear everything. And she's like, oh, it's fine. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Maybe she knows more than I do. Okay. Most people do. So I'm just going to go with that, right? Yeah. And then I hear clink, 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 clink. Oh, man. Brooke, I know. And I'm like... Brooke, I, I remember know. this. Clinkity, clinkity, clink. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that was. That sounded an awful lot like a gate and some chain links and some locks. And it didn't ever, like, click. So we get in the car and we kind of tootle around, check it out, and we're on our way back out. The gate is shut. Locked. And it is not only locked once, not twice, and not three times. It's got like seven chains and like 40 locks on it. <sighs> and Bricka. I look at Wendy and she looks at me. She's like, no. And I was like, I wondered. Remember that clang we heard? Yeah. Oh <laughs> you know, and she's like, no. And so we're like, okay, okay. We got to go back. I think there was somebody that looked like they lived in the hangar part of it. Right. And so we, we have to drive up to this like area where there's like this obvious Airstream mobile home type thing. But it also kind of looks a little bit like a junkyard behind yep. a chain link fence. Ooh, sketchy. Oh, super sketchy. And all it, there, some of the windows had curtains to it and some of them looked like they'd been boarded up. And I'm like... Uh-huh. This is like a scene to a really bad movie where right. women get killed. Right. This is the start of a horror scared. movie yeah. and it's the white ladies that always go first. <laughs> <laughs> Just Perfect. saying. So we're like, what do you do? Actually, I don't no, know. That's a lie. It's do we, the, it's do the we knock? Do we honk? Works. What do we do? I need to I need to figure this out, you know. What do we do? What do we... eventually the guy comes out. He's super, super nice. But like, you know, this is after like honking and you know, trying to get his attention. And he finally decides, it's not like, you know, it's not like the Airstream is hidden. I mean, he's the only one there. Yeah. You know, but it takes him forever to come out because I don't think he knew what was happening. We finally were like, uh, we can't get out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, like, I remember this. We, we were like, okay, so if we have to sleep here tonight, do we have enough water? Right. Do we, you know, because like, we we're really tripping out man right so we were funny. so embarrassed these these great adventurers and all of a sudden we're locked in an airfield locked we're like airfield. Oh. yeah i remember you posting that yeah and you know so it's funny. like yeah so we ended up uh getting let out and i'm telling you we must have done the biggest happy dance in our seats like nobody's business it was yeah. so funny so what were the ones we got sent in so one of, yeah. one of the stories uh got sent in by a good friend of mine and this is what he said. <laughs> he said, one time when I was about 15, I was helping feed the homeless through my church. I was making small talk with one of the people who were homeless, and I told him, it just feels good to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> he just left him. <laughs> I'll wait for your laughter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's nice to have a house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have never felt like a bigger idiot. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's great. So here's another submission. <laughs> okay. Here's... Another submission. Yeah, here's another one we got. Okay. Uh, this is not mine. Here's the submission. Fifth grade. I was an idiot and brought my diary with me to school. Woohoo. In my diary, I had an entry where I talked about my crush, Max. 
I even drew a picture of him and I together. Anyways, I brought it to school. My girlfriends got a hold of it and saw that entry. They laughed and laughed and then decided to take the diary to show it to Max. <gasps> oh, no. I no, didn't see no. his reaction, but I heard him gasp in disbelief. <laughs> this was all before class started. I cried and cried at my locker until my teacher had to get me. It was devastating. It's not at all funny, but just embarrassing. That just made my Aww. heart hurt. I know. Girls yeah. aren't supposed to treat hurt. each other that way. Very it's embarrassing. Fifth grade. Right. Wow. How astute were we? Oh, I have fifth one that's grade. me. Here, here's an embarrassing story of me in fifth grade, right? Okay, so again, we're we're going back to me not getting the fucking clue by four to the head until after I did clue the shit four. thing. That's amazing. I'm going to have to steal that. The clue the by four. four. It's clue great. by four. So I'm sitting here, and I have made this friend in fifth grade. She and I went to the same elementary school, and then when we moved to the middle schools, there were two middle schools in the small town I went to, um... And this this little girl, her other best friend, who she had been friends with since childhood, I'll call her L. So L is finally able to meet back up, and L is very possessive of the girl that she and I were both friends with. Of her attention, just like she doesn't want to share her best friend with me. I I come home from school one day, and I'm like, Mom, I just I don't understand. She's being so mean to me, and like I've never understood girl culture. I don't have sisters. I only have brothers. I get boys. Boys are really easy to make friends with. But I'm like, mom, I don't understand. And so my mom proceeds to then explain to me, sometimes other people are scared that people won't want to be friends with them if they make other friends. And so she probably is just worried that the girl doesn't want to be friends with her and me. So I'm like, oh, okay. That made sense in my brain. I walk my happy little ass into school the next day, and Elle starts being a jerk about stuff. And I'm like, well, my mom says, and then I proceed to tell her everything that mom has explained to me. Wow. And does it make sense? Because it makes sense to and me. And you want to share that info because yes. she might not understand why she's being the way she's being. Wow. Yes, exactly. It made perfect that. sense to share no, that. No, it made perfect sense to share that, but no. Like, then that girl, that girl never spoke to me again. I saw her, I wow. never spoke to her for the rest of middle school, and then I moved middle schools midway through seventh grade, and then I didn't see her until sophomore year in high school. And did she speak to you? Nope. <laughs> she didn't, she said she didn't remember me. I remember her! <laughs> but she said she didn't remember me, and I'm like... Well, because you, you probably called okay. her out without realizing you are calling her out. Yeah, and so, that was entirely what it was. So Definitely. Probably. Wow. But yeah, and so yeah. I, that was, again, that whole... I just didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Girl. It's hard. It takes a lot for me to be embarrassed. Mm. When you grow up in a big family and then you literally stand in front of middle school kids every day, <laughs> it just takes a lot to be embarrassed. Right. You know, because you develop a really thick skin. <clears throat> it's kind of like in a big family, you either develop a thick skin. It's either like, it's either like grow a thick skin or die. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. really. Like, truly, truly, you know? Okay, so one was when Rob... So Rob had his... So my husband passed away from brain cancer. So the so when they found the tumor, we had a brain operation. The first brain operation. He had two brain operations. Okay. So we had the brain operation, and literally he... They found the tumor on a Monday, and by Thursday, he was in surgery. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like I had a lot of time to absorb what had happened to me. 
So we're in the ICU. So I'm in this little lobby. This little ICU lobby. Mm-hmm. Which is like really small. Like less intimate. than 10. Like in, 10, an intimate setting. Yeah, like about yeah, okay. 10 chairs. Less than 10 chairs. Okay. And I'm in this like little lobby. I'm with like my family. Okay. So I'm with like my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, and then I think maybe another sister and brother. You know, I'm with my siblings and my parents, okay? And so we're, like, sitting in a circle, and everyone's like, yeah, like, oh, man, this is just crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. Like, this is just nuts. And, and you know, and then someone says in the circle, like, yeah, I was at, I was at, I don't know why I remember this, but one of my siblings, like, yeah, I was at a Bible study, today and you know we're just praying for rob you know and so we're doing all the church talk and and all these people love me and and i know they're all awesome people you know it's just this is how we're talking about the fact that my life has literally fallen apart in four days all of a sudden and this is why i said but it's irrevocably changed forever this is why i said that embarrassment to me is when you can no longer maintain the mask right okay because i literally said in the middle of the icu lobby yeah, and Rob has a fucking brain tumor. <laughs> and I just like let could it not. fly. I just let it fly. And everyone was like, uh, yeah. So that was kind of embarrassing. Like later on, I was like, oh yeah, I just like totally dropped the F bomb in the ICU lobby with my mom and dad and siblings. Whole family. Okay, but also <laughs> at the same time, it's like the ICU in the middle of that is the perfect place to drop the F bomb. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Anyway, so my second embarrassing moment was a situation I had at school. So oh, I this had this girl. Oh my gosh, I had this girl. And she just, she was just a really hard kid. And uh, she walked into my room one day and she, um, as she walked into my room, she was having a really bad day. So she threw her backpack on the ground and proceeded to kick her backpack on the floor all the way across the room to her seat. It was like one of those things that kids do where like they're having a bad day and so they're going to do whatever they can to make as much attention drawn to them as possible. She's kicking her backpack, kicking it, kicking it, kicking it, right? Because that's how she's going to get her backpack to her seat that day, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's making a, it's a big deal. Like, I mean, like we're literally in the middle of a test. She comes in late. So my class, class had already started and she, and she's taking as long as she can to just literally kick, 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 kick kick her backpack to her seat. And of course, you know, she walks in the door and her desk is all the way on the other side of the room. Of course okay. it is. So Miss Wilson decides that I can't handle this anymore. So I, and I had been having issues with this student all year long. So what I do is I walk over and I'm like, hey, so-and-so, let me help you. So I reach down <laughs> I grab her backpack, but when, and I am all the way on the other side, uh, like, like she walks in my door, my, my classroom, I teach in a night, like a building that's like was built in the 1950s. So my classrooms are like big and right by my door where she originally came in was a trash can. And so I go here, let me help you. And I pick up her bag and I had one of those moments says, 
as I'm picking up her bag, a surge of anger went through my body and amplified through my hands. And I grabbed her bag and I flung it across the room. And I meant to just fling it up on a table, like stop, you know, stop kicking your backpack across my room. But instead it went all the way to the other side and into the trash can. Swish, baby! And all my boys were like, wow, that was awesome, miss. And it was just like, I was so, but it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, that's so not, like, it's not what I wanted to have happen as her teacher. Right. Like, it's not what I was going for, but it's exactly what happened. And I just remember thinking, like, I cannot believe I just did that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Takes a lot for me to be embarrassed, but those are mine. Well, wait, but you're yeah. not going to tell the go-go song, our story? Oh, I can tell hey, the go-go. We have to have a fun one. And you can cut out Because this is a great story. Okay. It's one of my favorites. I remember <laughs> being told it when it happened. I think okay, heard so the go-go like story. 20 years ago. It's a teacher okay. story. Okay, so I... It's the lack of control embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, so I, my first teaching my job... Rita. At this school where I was in this huge room that had a divider down the middle of it. And it was one of those old accordion, like you'd see them in churches where they would divide classrooms this way, where it was hanging on a track. Angie, Miss Wilson is in the one room and there's this big old accordion or accordion wall. And on the other side of the accordion wall is my science class. Okay. So I'm teaching social studies and next to me is my science teacher. Okay. So I'm teaching the Amazon rainforest. And so I am showing a National Geographic video about the Amazon rainforest, which I always was smart and would preview my videos. And I didn't have time to preview this video. So, of course, in the middle of this video, two lizards are humping. Okay? Get it on humping. So, like, this, like, big old lizard in the Amazon, like, Big lizard. And the Amazon rainforest is like a guana looking lizard. It's like on this like branch and this other lizard like. I was going to say, is lizard now going to be the new word for for dicks? (laughs) So he's on this like branch and the other lizard like jumps on top of him and literally starts like humping this lizard. Okay. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe there's lizards humping in this National Geographic video. Like I should have written. You know, I've got sixth grade boys. Sixth grade boys boys. So I get to sixth period and I'm like, yes, like I got through the day. I only have one more period of lizards humping. (laughs) So I go and I show the National Geographic video and everything's going okay. And I'm like, here it comes. Here comes the part. And he has like lizard iguana things and crawl up on the branch, you know, and here it comes. And, And I've got like my hardest group of boys. Right before this moment happens in the National Graphic video, the science classroom is blowing up volcanoes this day. Right when the one lizard's getting jumps onto the other lizard, in my <laughs> other classroom, in the science classroom, all the class is going, go, 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 go. Never heard that story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Go, I actually go, won go. an award for this story at a, at a staff meeting. Oh, you reminded me of one. Go ahead. Okay, so low-key low key embarrassing, but so I had a very heightened tickle reflex when I was in high school. I was I was part of the crowd of kids who were the, in um, JROTC, and the guys all thought it was really fun to come up behind me and poke me in the ribs and watch me jump and squeak because I was ticklish. 
I, instead of jumping and squeaking, I got into this habit of drawing my elbows back and down to my sides to protect myself. Except, you know, the boys don't know where to stand. And so when I'm sitting in a chair and they're standing behind me, I jump, squeak, pull my elbows in, and then spin around and my elbow clocks them in the dick. <laughs> it serves them right. It serves them right. Right, so girl. then he drops and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And the teacher comes in who was retired army and he's like, and, and he just sees the boy on the ground, and he's like, you deserve it. And oh I gosh. am just, like, mortified. Because for one, I've clocked someone in the dick. For two, that's a person's no-no spot. You don't right. touch him. Right. And three, you did touch it. Ew. And then, yes, I did touch it. Ew. But no, it was just more, I was so mortified that I had dropped this kid. And I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, no, no, no. It's fine. Go away. Yeah. So I had weird. hurt someone. Right. Not on purpose. Just... It was the self-defense of down and then elbow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I was that. like, yeah. Okay. Sense. So I do have one. So as a young mom, my kids were little, right? Mm-hmm. We always go to the same Chick-fil-A. Now you walk in, Chicken here's babies. the register. Bathrooms are this direction. You go that direction. The bathroom I always took my children into was always on the right. I am a homing pigeon. I like, it's mm-hmm. all muscle memory for mm-hmm. me. So one day we're actually, this is in Phoenix. We're in the middle of town and we go to a Chick-fil-A and they kind of look relatively Similar. the same, yeah. except that the bathrooms, instead of going to the left of the cashiers, you went to the right. Right. Well, so we just went back to the restroom and I went right. I didn't even look at the doors and I walk in. I'm like, there's urinals on the wall. I wonder when they installed those. <laughs> That's new. That's, That's new. new. And we go and we use the bathroom. Mm. And I was like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's a urinal. It's how boys pee. It's just easier. Let's right. wash our hands. We'll get going. And I walked out of the men's room oh with my, my children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. That yeah. is so funny. And I walked out and I was like, oops. That so is too was... funny. And the kids were like, I think that was the men's bathroom, Mom. I'm like, yeah, it probably was. Oh, my gosh. I always laugh at the looks I get when I use the men's bathroom. Yeah, because I do all the time at work. Right. I will go somewhere. Yep. And, yeah, the line is, like, super long for the women's. Right. And then the men's is, like, this, like, no one's there. Right. So, if no one's there. Sometimes (laughs) I'll just, like, go in the men's real quick. Or if it's, like, too separate singles singles, where it's like a men's and a women's and someone's in the women's i'm like screw it i'm going to the men's right like i'm not 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 just gonna sit here or if i'm on a hike yeah like right it's funny you do that because i do that all the time when you guys are baby like like and then i'll come out sometimes and the women will look at me like oh my gosh like i can't believe she used the men's bathroom and and i'm like guys it's the same bathroom right it's literally the same place to relieve yourself yeah that's too funny all right well are we good yeah (laughs) thank you guys for joining us today if you want to share with us your embarrassing stories please do um we have an email um you can email us at noapologiespodcast1 at gmail.com we would love to hear from you all of our information will be down in the description of this podcast um we'll have my instagram on there i'm morgan we'll have mara and brooka's instagram Um, and you guys can get in contact with us let us know what you thought about the podcast um embarrassing stories future topics whatever Um, we have had some amazing conversations with people over the past couple weeks since our letter podcast and it's been so great to hear from so many people about how 
they love the podcast. So we love you guys and we thank you for absolutely your feedback. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been awesome hearing all of it. Did you even the hate mail? <laughs> Which okay. we've only had one of. Yeah. For the record. But all right. Thanks guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.